The following does not represent tax, legal, or financial advice, and does not claim a guarantee of results, as every situation is unique. It also may include the tasteful use of blue-collar language that some people might find offensive. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Anthony Crane from MoneyGodfather.com, and this is your Money Godfather podcast, where I guide you to find clarity and defining what you want and why. I help you to build a roadmap on how to get it, and I show you that you can have a great time while doing it. Because for you to be rich, you must first be free. Always have fun. This last claim is what we'll be focusing on next as the last part of the three episodes where I expand on their significance by showing you how I did things, and still do, as I always lead by example. Always have fun. You've always known how, I've always known how, everybody in every culture knows how, since we were all kids at some point. But somewhere between being a kid and becoming an adult, we forgot how. Or more likely, we got it beaten out of us when we joined society as an adult. Because you must be productive, right? If you want to be a part of the fabric that makes society. And in societal view, having fun means you're not serious. And you're not taking anything seriously, not being professional, and it's not for productive members of society. Sounds about right? Wrong. That's a bunch of malarkey. Come on, man. As uh, President Biden would say, it's not true. I'm having fun right now. It took me 40 years to learn this one thing. The how you can always have fun in everything you do. And I'm about to share it with you for the low, low price of $99.99 while supplies last. Get it now. Don't wait. Don't think about it. Because ah, 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 we have to hurry and get to the chopper. No, I, I must distract you from making an informed decision. I'm only joking, but <clears throat> I'm not here to sell you anything. It's all part of the show. But I am going to show you how, and for free. So my very first good mentor, if not the best, is a man by the name of Chuck. Chuck, big shout out to you, my man, if you ever get to hear this. Well, Chuck was a warrant officer in the Army, and when he retired, he opened a brokerage branch in California, his own business of buying and selling houses retail. As of the date of this recording, he finally sold the business and started to properly enjoy his retirement with his empire of properties. Uh, I'll tell you what, this man is a local legend in his community. And uh, of all the things that he taught me, the two most important things that he ever said was, do you know what the best time, the very best time to sell a property is? Referring to one of your properties, 
right? Um, sure, Chuck. Yeah, the market moves in cycles of uh, seven to 10 years, and you always want to buy low and sell high at the highest point of the market cycle. Buy low, sell high, right? They said, no. The best time to sell one of your properties is never. Whether it's your own personal property or an investment property, never sell one of your properties. In the last 100 years, you can study and see the cycles of real estate that real estate has gone through. And in spite of their ups and downs, in the greater scheme of things, the market has eventually always, always gone up. And any reason you can have to sell a property can be solved another way. And even if you bought a lemon or a deal went bad, eventually it too will turn into a profit or serve you as leverage in the future to make another deal possible. The point is there is always another way. This uh, buy and hold forever strategy is one of the few schools of thought when it comes to real estate investing. And notice I said a few schools of thought. This is because I have known to be true that for everything, everything at all, everything and anything, there are hundreds of ways of doing things wrong and only a handful of ways of doing things right. This is precisely why you always want to find a mentor in any endeavor that you undertake. And the foundation upon I built moneygodfather.com supports finding you a mentor. You want to find a person that is where you want to be and do whatever it takes to absorb the knowledge of their wins and their losses. Finding a mentor is an amazing shortcut to learning your craft. Think of it like this. On your walk of a thousand miles, someone is willing to give you a lift. The buy and hold forever strategy is one I can talk about forever. But that's a topic for another time. The second most important thing I learned from Chuck came from his positive attitude and his entire choice of vocabulary. Every time we would talk and I ask, hey, Chuck, how's it going? His answer is always, I'm just having fun. How about you? That man, uh, I can tell you, has gone through some very serious hardships, of which I won't go into details because I don't divulge people's personal business. But nothing was handed to him. And it's not like he never had a deal gone bad or a tenant that would stop paying rent. But in spite of all of it, he would never utter a single negative word to or about anyone and would always say, I'm just having fun. So you can clearly see that he was very successful in his careers and never a pushover 
So a positive attitude and demeanor is not a sign of weakness. Because to have that level of success, you need to have an equal level of strength and grit. Because no matter how nice you are or how clear your contracts can be, there will always be people that will take advantage of you and poke holes in your business to challenge you. Why is that? I don't know. I don't know. In my opinion and in my experience, some people just suck. Their entire purpose being here on earth is just to antagonize you. That's it. Uh, But in reality, there are some people that may have undiagnosed mental disorders or personality disorders. Um, or for some people, that's that's how they learn to navigate the world. Always scheming, always looking for loopholes to get out of contracts uh, and to get free stuff. Just to simply get a rise out of you for either their own entertainment or because it's the only way they know how to interact with other people. The reasons are endless. My point being is that conflicting people, problems, tragedies, they're unavoidable and you can't change that. What you can change is your reactions, your attitude, your demeanor, and how you handle yourself in those situations. How quickly you bounce back from losses and setbacks or tragedies, and who is in your circle of influence. This last one being the most important and the hardest one to manage. These three aptitudes are not changed and developed overnight, but grow with you throughout your life, but only if you're paying attention, and only if you make a conscientious effort to improve each of them when the opportunity presents itself. But I digress. Right now we're focusing on how to always have fun, so let's continue. A lot of factors affect us and are present every day, but three factors are the major players of whether or not you can start having fun right now or at the very least, make a terrible situation tolerable. The first one is a trifecta. I'd like to think of it as a trifecta of your health. And my thoughts are that overall health can be further focused by dividing it into physical health, spiritual health, and mental health. Make these three areas healthy, And you will be happy. Just think about it for a minute. I know this is much easier said than done. And I would love to dive deep into each one of them, but I have to stay on topic for now. Rest assured, though, we'll be revisiting them again in the future and often. The second factor is who you surround yourself with. Who do you spend most of your time with? And what are their worldviews and attitudes? 
That's why I pointed out to you earlier that the hardest thing is to manage your circle of influence. The five people that we spend most of our time with have a direct impact in what I like to consider the second trifecta, our attitude, our priorities, and our worldview. Is the world flat? Do aliens exist? What are your political biases? Do you have a favorite sport? Do you have a favorite team? Do you know how to bake cookies? Do you know how to slay dragons? Most of this, if not all of this, can almost be predicted by knowing the five people that you spend the most time with. You know, this is how you can immediately tell who has small children. They never cuss. They know all the kids' shows, all the songs, the latest toys, the latest memes. You know who is a cat lady because uh, they talk about their cats like they're their own kids. They are an infinite library of cat memes. Cat memes galore, and they'll be super happy to share that with you. And you can immediately tell who has a toxic personality. Always negative and always the victim. Well, changing one of these three is all you need to start breaking away from that trance. So you can start by adjusting your attitude, your priorities, or your worldview. So slowly start changing your circle of influence when possible. Because it's the one that'll take you the longest. But Godfather, are you saying I can't have any friends? Do I have to get rid of my kids? No, of course not. But maybe find and start spending time with people that share your priorities. Like getting the hell out of the rat race for everyone's benefit. Human nature is true. Across all cultures, people who care about you tend to unintentionally want to quote-unquote protect you from what they might think is a stupid idea or a pipe dream. We are all uncomfortable with and even fear what's unknown. But what they're really doing is projecting this fear onto you and make you doubt yourself, never get started, and so the cycle continues. Something you can start practicing right now is what I like to call compartmentalizing. On a ship, we don't have rooms, we have compartments. And the difference is there's a watertight door Dividing each compartment. So if there's ever a flood, if there's ever a hole in the hull of the ship, you can just shut off the doors from that compartment and prevent the entire ship from sinking. So compartmentalize. It's simple. Just don't tell anyone what your plans are. What I mean by this is keep shop talk at work. Keep family discussions at home. And for all that is holy, 
Only share your business with people in the business. Unless you're married, don't keep anything from your spouse, please. Believe me, whatever you do affects their personal lives too. So don't do that, all right? The third factor in my formula for having a great time and enjoying your journey to find freedom is having a choice. Most people that hate their jobs hate them. Why? It comes down to one main thing. It's because they feel they really don't have a choice. You can immediately spot them because they're always saying things like, I'm so tired of this. Man, I just want to go home. Is it time for lunch yet? Spreading negativity, right? And there is no end in sight. That's the worst part. So you're telling me I have to tolerate this 20 more years to be retired and done. Yeah, well, if you want to be good with the company, you know, climate's rags, you got to play the political game. No company will pay you and give you the benefits you get here. And they use words like safety and secure job and... You won't throw all of it away for, right? For what? This is all you know. Of this entire statement... One thing I would care about, if it's true, this is all you know. So let's fix that, shall we? Finally, how to enjoy your trip to freedom is how to create choice. And there's three ways to do this. The first way is to change location or just change companies. You know, depending on your specific situation, ask about either moving to another branch, one that's less toxic. Don't don't use these words if you do ask for this. And don't tell them I told you this because I'm going to deny everything, okay? Or explore LinkedIn, you know, job fairs, talk to headhunters, and find out really what your skills are worth in the market and what the demand for those skills are. Now, if you flat out hate what you do, learn a new skill. You're never too old to learn a new skill and change departments within the same company or change companies. Even if, and this is important, even if you technically have to start from the bottom in a new company, maybe even take a pay cut you'll be much happier because it's different and you have a choice. And the thing about money is always, always keep this at the forefront of your mind that this new job as well is not forever, but simply a stepping stone on your journey to this financial freedom that you're not going to get from this job to begin with. That's all. The last thing you can do is pull the trigger and start your business. Take the plunge. Take a leap of faith. Whatever phrase you want to use. But get started. I don't think I need to tell you that this one is my favorite choice out of the three, right? So I'd say stop 
thinking about it, stop reading about it, and talking about it and get started. You can do it. I will walk you through it. Oh, that kind of rhymed. Getting it up and running will take time. Not a lot of time, but it will take time. But still, don't wait until you are facing unemployment or until retirement comes to get started. Start right now that you don't absolutely need that extra income because this is going to be your learning phase. Do treat it like a business and fake it till you make it does apply. And that's it. The formula to enjoy your way to freedom as you follow the roadmap that you created, which itself was based on accomplishing everything that you want, is just this. Will it be simple? No. After all, we need to reprogram your thinking, convince you that you can do this, and get rid of all those years of conditioning and habits that tell you that you need to rely on a safe and secure job so you can have a safe and secure retirement and trust that your social security will be there waiting for you when you turn 65. I have my own opinions about all that, but this is not the time to talk about it, okay? But this is where you start. I invite you to share this message with someone that you care about. And if I've earned it, please rate this episode and leave a comment so other people can see it, including myself. Every episode is an important piece to get you closer to freedom. And by the way, money does grow on trees. I'll be showing you what they look like. I gotta go and water my plants now, but uh, we'll talk again soon, okay? Take care.